Damn, that sounds good. Marcus balling, bro. Marcus is balling, bro. I appreciate you for putting me on to unemployment, bro. Because once I get my shit, man. I'm still waiting. He's supposed to get used to it. I'm still getting paid for my job. That's why I can't What's up, bro? What you need, bro? You want to look at the menu or what? Tell me a little some chicken strips. I'll do some chicken strips, too. How much I owe you? Ain't nothing, bro. Right, Ain't nothing, yeah. brother. They, the government's paying him 15 <laughs> racks, bro. Yeah. They paying him 15 racks, bro. He good, bro. What's up, Roger? You good? You want something? Oh, uh, no, nah, bro. I'm full, bro. I don't know how nice to keep eating, bro. This food eats like a ton, man. Mississippi, nigga. That's what I'm niggas eat. That's all they do in Mississippi. All they do is eat. All we do is eat, bro. Oh, you dropped the he ain't gonna be full till you get some cornbread and red beans. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real finning food. That's a real finning food. You ain't gonna eat till you get cornbread. <laughs> you ain't eat shit. Um, hey everybody, welcome to Roger That. Um, hope you guys like that intro. I'm gonna just leave it like that. Um, if you guys aren't on unemployment, please sign up already. Get your money from the government because once they stop giving it out, they're probably not gonna give it out for a nice little minute. Um, we're in a garage mic again after two months of not being here. Um, I've also not been in garage mic for two months because uh, I also haven't recorded the podcast in two months too. So thank you guys for being here. You know, I appreciate all you guys. Uh, we have a guest today. It's, um, he's a fucking badass dude from the music scene. He's from one of my favorite ska bands of all time, bro. It's called Cafe Con Tequila, man. So can you guys give a warm welcome to Gil? Yeah! Hey! Gil <laughs> here from Cafe Con Tequila. That's yeah. so badass. And you were telling yeah. me you had a... Did you say your first band was uh, ONK? Yeah, also shout out to like my first uh, band I started. Operation No One Knows, you know. Since 04, 03. So I kind of grew up in Scotty. Kind of just performing. And, you know, living my life up to the music. Yeah, um, yeah, that's all it's been the last two decades. That's what's up, bro. Yeah, oh, yeah. Shit. two decades of playing dope ass music, bro. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, with two dope ass bands, you know, it's what, a blessing. What instrument did you start playing first? Um, I actually started playing the piano in middle school. Um, I had a music teacher called Mr. Jones. And I used to get made fun of because he was gay. <laughs> so, like, everybody in the school used to pick on me because I was taking music classes. And, like, because he was gay. And then, like, it was like, oh, you got touched by him. Then it didn't help that I was an altar boy because my parents were really, like, strict. Damn. So, like, yeah, it was a whole bunch of getting picked on. Yeah, I even made fun of one of my homies growing up for uh, being in the Yeah, until, like, I got into, like, rage and, like, a bunch of skateboards, punk and... Stuff like that and weight lift, waiting, weight lifting, and playing football. And yeah, when did you break? At what age did you break away from like that whole like religious playing? Oh man, right when I hit music, I feel like when I started with music, I feel like music's been around my family and or my life forever. My good grandpa was actually blind and was able to still play guitar and sing ballads until the day he died. So it's just something that's always been around my family. And um, I feel like that kind of had a lot to do with like, and then also the church music kind of like I had this priest who lent me the electricity and we'd literally be playing corn songs and the biscuit songs and like all these inappropriate songs outside of a church parking lot, bro. And like, yeah, it was, was pretty wicked with, like, my best friend, Oscar. You went to, like, a rebel-ass church, bro. Well, it's just, like, they had all this space, bro. There isn't many people, and this priest just wanted, like, he just... I was very... 
fortunate to have you know a lot of people that were very influential and kind of kept me off the streets and yeah. kept me either doing sports or music or activities like that. Yeah, that I was grateful for. Because honestly, yeah. it built up for me to kind of get into this art form. Yeah, of course, man. I wouldn't be a comedian <coughs> if my mom didn't buy me like a fucking, you know, video games to like keep me at home, you know? Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I grew up in a crib community, so easily. Yeah, same, bro, same. All the homies in my building that I grew up with started smoking weed at like oh, 14 yeah. and shit. And then I was like the lame ass motherfucker at 17, like, yo, man, that's fucking up your lungs, man, it's carcinogens. <laughs> and even now, that's still kind of true, but to it's the point, but it, yeah, but it, at the end of the day, it's like, yo, man, I was like a big bitch about weed back then and all that shit, but it's, it, it, in a way, like, uh, it kept me off of the streets, too, because with weed came, like, my homies getting arrested and shit like that. Yeah. But... Yeah, definitely. I feel like it. back then it was a lot more severe than it is now to get caught with weed. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I remember it was such a panic. You probably, I don't know if you ever were into like the nickel and dime days where you had to go to the corner buy a nickel sack. And like, I lived through those days, and I was really young. And it, actually, one of shout out to and K, our first album was built off a marijuana plant that we grew in Long Beach. You guys call that on K? Well, Operation No One Knows, our first album was, like, built off of that plant. Like, we literally, like, sold all the weed that we harvested and sold it around the gigs we were playing, and it paid for our studio time and our recordings. At one of the, the yeah, most, around that time, it's called, did Love Juice out in, like, Riverside, San Bernardino area. It was one of the most prestigious places to record. Like, the, the back then, it was, like, Union 13 was recording here. Like, all the bands that were the shit. Like, which, the scene was more punk bass Scott was really like this is like early 2000s so Scott was like really kind of just like Mexican Scott was taking off a lot Scott Court was still in his early stages of it wow he, you know so like punk was still very like much in control of all this stuff so yeah I can uh, definitely tell from like a lot of the Scott that's going on now like it's kind of going back to like the more metal kind of yeah punk. it's like the, this I like and I like where it's going it's a whole diverse ways of like us going back like you know with me and my per se with my band with Cafe we cover a lot of bases of reggae you know and yeah, a lot of that we touch a lot really of really cool because you know obviously I, I'm very much a pot and mm-hmm. marijuana aficionado and also very in favor of marijuana getting legalized and you mm-hmm. know about I've been about the community I've grown a plant myself yeah bro and that's hard bro and I can so tell like, the people it, it kind of like I feel like it I don't, doesn't need to be like stereotype like oh weed and Reggae go hand in hand, but it's also like it kind of makes a whole vibe in itself. Yeah. That it, the fact that it goes hand in hand. It's like uh, you don't need uh, to take Molly to go to a rave. Yeah, you but don't. Just, yeah, but you just, if you do, shit, like hold on, motherfucker. <laughs> like, you know? It's gonna be the shit. So yeah, you don't need yeah. to smoke weed to go to a reggae. No, a dub I, club, of course. I don't know, of course. Yeah. But does oh, it yeah. make it feel better? Like yeah, you know. Yeah, it, it just. Whole experience. Yeah. Shit. And I feel like my music is with Cafe. It's a lot more catered to like, it, like the pothead, kind of like how you would feel with Cypress Hill, like you know, kind of mm. like how you would feel if you put the weed song from Bone Thugs. You know, it's kind of yeah. like songs through history that kind of like you just feel good bumping while you're choking. And, you know, yeah. I feel like I I want to say that some of my songs are kind of good for that kind of 
Yeah, bro, I've smoked to a bunch of your songs, yeah. bro. Like, <laughs> right, bro, I've been right. in the pit smoking while you're singing. Oh, fucking man, like, man, I'm, like a speak- I'm like, I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> and I'm taking a hit, and then people are like, nah, I'm trying to get out. Nah, the yeah. people are like, nah, get the fuck back in there. And I'm like pitting for like a whole two songs, bro. Yeah. Smoking, smoking weed, and it's the best. It's the best oh, shit yeah, ever. Man. So I can definitely see, uh, even though, like, yeah, we were talking about being chill, more chill environment. Listen to your music. I listen to your music like in the car and smoke weed, yeah, right? Yeah, But like I've done like both too. So you, your music has like a good contrast. Yeah, being it, able does, to it does. It's very chill. I, I would, I would like to say I try to go for like the catchiest melodies as possible, and it's really hard to be able to do that. But at the same time, keep it fresh. A lot of people yeah. get like stuck in that little like, you know, blind side of just this is how I sound. This is how I'm gonna fucking just keep writing, and it gets kind of old. So it's kind of hard to just keep it new mm-hmm. and keep the message, especially with what's going on now. You kind of want to go the more political way, definitely. You bro. know, because I've always like I actually have a reggae project, which like, you know, with my thoughts starting a project like this, I've always wanted to play for a metal band or a reggae band. Now I get a chance for a reggae band. I always wanted to be like that kind of like revolutionary reggae artist, you know, kind of like yeah. a Paul Harley. It's like a bunch of artists like that, Peter Tosh, you know, that yeah. actually spoke and used their music music as a revolutionist. You know, mm-hmm. they were just doing their thing. They were just doing their vibe. They didn't want to be revolutionary, but their music just became. That, you know? It kind of that's the best way to do it. Really, it came naturally, and then um, yeah, it came naturally and. Why they have that that natural vibe of like yo we're not just trying to like paint a revolution like because we're trying to like motherfuck the system like that like yeah. you know, violence and all that shit they're just trying to get their message out but, and they they did it through their music which is yeah. shit which is what I I love uh, a lot of your songs man like, yeah dude I try to go that way but you always try to walk a tight rope you know you don't want to go way too too preachy yeah, yeah it's like with comedy you don't want to so be I like... try to keep it like more lovey dovey cafe, cafe oh, has yeah. a very lovey dovey kind of like I have a couple songs that are about kind of more self righteous kind of living on you know seeing the the glass half full instead of half empty kind of songs you know which are, are good for you and with reggae it's really hard to write songs like that. I mean it's really easy to write songs like that all I need is synonyms that go with whatever I want and you know it goes on like that but it's just hard to keep it new and obviously entertaining because reggae is a very slow tempo yeah I think uh, you also like had a song that like go from like uh, you when you wrote it like it's still banging today so, oh yeah so that means like I, it's transcended time yeah, and it's well obviously the, one forever. thing about you said the correct word transcending through time you kind of wanted I, I listened to everything from like metal hip hop trap sometimes I'm, I'm Salvadoran I listen to, we listen to cumbia and merengue you know that's kind of punta that's the kind of music I grew up dancing but then like I also have my taste of music which was very diverse between anywhere from Queens to like skate punk to like you know like dub Scott you know so it, it, it's you kind of transcend along with time to mm-hmm. kind of be able to be those kind of artists that transcend from time yeah, yeah and you kind of want to make yourself like a you know like a Swiss army knife like somebody told me that I, like I don't remember who it, but it was like a old artist told me this time you kind of want to make yourself like a Swiss army knife you kind of want to keep pulling jokes out of your like bag kind of want to keep pulling tricks out of your bag hmm. so it's kind of like if you notice with my songs with cafe it's like a, all right i could go from like a reggae song to like a fast tempo ska song and yeah. then we'll slow it down again and then oh we're up here you know so it's like 
that's kind of one way to keep uh, like it, alive, it interesting. Yeah. yeah, interesting, alive, man. Like you have a song, uh, El Super Underwear. Oh yeah, like, bro. Okay. That song is like one of my favorite songs, and it's oh, actually my it talks about like honestly that song is like don't fact you actually brought up that song. It talks about like honestly be your own superhero. That's the mm-hmm. whole thing behind the song, that's and awesome. even with the flow, I mean it goes like the last part of my flow in Spanish. It goes like Será el cabrón que está cantando, Será el puto que está bailando, which means you know who would it be? Would it be the motherfucker singing, or would it be the motherfucker dancing out of fit? So like it's kind of like you know that self righteous step of just like kind of being your own fucking superhero, looking up to yourself, you know. And you're empowering like you know yeah. not only like other musicians yourself but also the audience too which yeah is, bro like, yeah yeah you're bringing the audience you're captivating yeah. the audience and yeah. that's always like I always try to keep I always say this like I was born in 86 and I feel like 86 like you know flavor flavor there was a bunch of hype men so like I like I went back in time and like after I researched a bunch of hype men and just saw like fuck man they had like this whole energy where it didn't matter like if your band sucked, as long as the hype man fucking was up, bro, the crowd, you fucking were like, you know, you're basically like the master of ceremonies and MC, so like you're controlling the crowd. Yeah, so like, I, I feel like I like to incorporate a lot of that live essence to my life. You definitely do, bro, because I mean, it's really hard, kind of like the hardest part is like trying to capture that whole aspect, record, and then send it to people while still catching that whole aspect of it. Even that same energy. Yeah, it's really true. So that's when, like, you really have to take time with recording and just, like, take your time, find a good engineer, and just, like, make sure you get what you want out of it. Like, obviously, capture, like, your whole vision of what you want. What you want to put out. Yeah, because it's obviously one uh, fact of one, you're going to sound way different than how you sound live. You know, you're obviously putting attention to a lot of detail, so... You just gotta find your your sound. I mean, you're gonna sound different, so you just gotta find your sound. One lesson of recording and live performance. Uh, we're gonna call from <laughs> Victor ain't shit. Domino. Victor ain't shit. I don't know what that was. <laughs> don't nobody call you. <laughs> um, that smell weird. Huh? Yo, how long did you play a uh, piano for? Um, how you? started playing piano when I was I want to say fifth sixth grade stopped because obviously I got picked on and then picked up the rhythm guitar with my best friend Oscar shout out to him he kind of the guitar kind of I found the guitar and just kind of new chords on the piano mm. and kind of ba- play the guitar on a chords basis like I know yeah. my strings eat all day get big easy and play e eat all day chord. get big easy That's day, I've never <laughs> fucking uh, that's how you wow. memorize. That's how I've memorized my. Every it's my funny because every guitarist has like a different teacher yeah, who yeah, told them yeah, like yeah, a yeah, different phrase of that shit. Because it. it's like you, there's so many ways of uh, you can acronym that shit. And yeah. uh, like you're there's just notes and you. There's so many ways. Let's. What, what was it again? It was every. Eat all day, get big easy. Eat all day, get big easy. Damn, that's funny, bro. Does that the notes on the guitar? I know. <laughs> the I'm strings, on, I mean. My homie taught me. Um, <laughs> Uh, which is what I teach people currently. I taught a few people how to play guitar. I teach them uh, Eddie Eight Dynamite Goodbye Eddie. See, there you go. Yeah, there you can. Yeah, you got another one. 
I don't know why my friend. Maybe because his teacher taught it. Maybe because his teacher was Gordon. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> we were all pretty chunky back then. <laughs> it's easy to remember. I guess it's yeah. like whatever like works works. You know. Yeah, literally, it just it just needs to be like a phrase that you yeah. that you can remember. Yeah, you know, like I and then, yeah, obviously through time I've picked up like drumming just to take out a frustration and maybe just to yeah. jam. Picked up other instruments just to like for creative process or whatnot and yeah, yeah. came across the rhythm guitar it really relaxes me same here bro fell um, in love with music I like to say everything like music was my first love like I fell in love with music way before I fell in love with pussy so <laughs> I probably would never like stop you, singing you know yeah you were playing music from a young age bro yeah <coughs> I started playing guitar like when I was like 13 14 and then uh, I just been, it, it is a good age, man. Uh, my homie across the street, not across the street in my building, like across the way in the yeah. second apartment complex. Yeah. Uh, he had a guitar, you know, he got, and then he kind of influenced me uh, to get one. So it's definitely, uh, it's definitely been the shit playing rhythm guitar. Like, oh I, yeah, rhythm it's guitar. fun. But you know a little bit of lead too, bro. I seen you jamming. I know, I know a little bit. You, you know how to play songs. That's how I was like, bro. We gotta jam. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, bro. I, Thank I you. love jamming dude with people it's like really cool you know you you probably get stuff out of teaching people you know you get yeah. those little andromores cooking and kind of it's cool man so I satisfaction i know and, and I, you know as a as, as somebody that's really in love with the guitar mm-hmm. it's kind of you get the same vibe and you just kind of vibe off of each other i feel like i don't know if you ever gotten that like, what yeah one of my uh one of the people i taught like he um he's, he's in a metal band now like like, I only taught him the basics, but from then, he was, like, more yeah, than sufficient so enough. See, but like, that's what people that want it. Yeah. Because, like, if you really want it, it you're, you're going to push to the next level. Yeah. For us, like, you just, it's either, I, I've noticed that through time, people just, see that you really want it, you keep pushing, or you kind of just, like, um, let it go, and you, you know, a lot of people, not to say it's a bad way to go, but they just don't continue living their lives, yeah, they don't just play see music it more music. as a hobby, you know. As, I think that's the difference. Like a lot of people see it more as a hobby. Like it's by this point, it's kind of like a lifestyle. You know? Oh, of course it is. That's why so with the quarantine, yeah. kind of like really affecting all of us. But it's, I, I got a lot of projects coming up, so like we're still cooking stuff up. And whenever they give us the green light to perform, oh man, it's gonna be a lot of dope, like unity, like music, to kind of like you know give people kind of conversation about what's happening right now you know obviously though, dude, we have this platform to create music and I think the best way to get people to like see what's going on with injustice and racism and all this shit going on especially in LA with you know sheriffs and the police department like it's really fucking bad dude so the best way to kind of it's fucking terrible in LA right now so yeah the best thing to do is kind of use our platform to fucking you know (laughs) take it to our the next level and see where we go about this yo what's with it yo this is Albert how you doing bro I'm good I'm coming through did you guys go out to downtown yeah for a little bit yeah it was cool, man. Yeah, we were protesting downtown today, bro. Oh, damn. Yeah, we are in front of a city city hall. Yeah. Oh, I might have passed by y'all. You didn't do shit. I swear to God, I was busy making money. Were you really by city hall in downtown? Yeah. Were there really orders out there? Yeah. And I was about to, I was thinking about turning my plus mates on so I can grab a meal out there. I was making some money. What? Bro. Restaurants running? Morton's. Fuck. And a bunch of like pizza spots and some photo spots. 
Crowd on Thursday coming back from West Hollywood. I never seen nothing like Shit. that. That shit was intense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what, like, how'd you? What'd you think? Like, you That's didn't expect it, did you? Nah. Well, like, I saw them. I work on Sunset, so yeah. I saw them, but I didn't expect the like big crowd. And then the National Guard had Sunset blocked off, like straight up. So I had to go up like Hollywood, kind of swerve back and forth, find and catch Sunset. And, it was intense. It's intense. Bro. It, it's fucking. I'll tell you what they're like. Crazy, like, bro. it's kind of. Nerves are really tense, bro. When I pass by any National Guard, I'm like, please, like, just, I don't even look at them, bro. They have yeah, like yeah, live yeah. ammunition, like, yeah. I don't want to like automatic weapons. Yeah, just legit. Chilling. Yeah. And they've already got the okay to be like, yo, if you want to just shoot people, you can. I you could know? kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you put That's that salvia in that I shit. Do he was tripping on Saudi for a cool minute. He lived like 15 years in his life. He didn't tell nobody. I was tripping on that <laughs> shit too. That's true. That shit's fucking. It's like Nas. It gives you the same effect as Nas. No way. Nas. It gives you. I feel similar though. You, you, you think it's worse than Nas? Uh, oh, yeah. It's way stronger. Oh, is yeah. it? Yeah, you like trip. You like it go to a different shit. fucking planet. That Obvious, is true. I was like, I see true. my death, bro. Dude, I see my your, childhood. Uh, I saw my birth. You live in I saw like crazy what I saw like so you're like in another dimension. dimension. <laughs> yeah. Different dimension. Like sure, yeah. we're if we're stranger things, the dark, mm-hmm. the dark yeah. side. Nas is yeah. like the room slows down. Yeah, Nas is just like you're just like partying. It's just like for fun. I thought it was similar. No, not like like. But like kind of similar. It is similar. Effect. Yeah, that's like why that. Right. It, but Maybe it's not, like not like physicality, yeah, but yeah. not an actual. No, mental. the mindset. Oh no, the mindset. Oh no, no, that shit. Yeah, you got a point there. Bro, my salvia trip. I woke up out of it trying to jump into a picture frame. Like, yeah. I woke up my hands like this in the wall yeah. in the picture. Like I, I was mentally really thinking I was jumping into the picture, bro. The one time I did Selvia, I felt like my life was a series of pictures. Like, that's how I saw my whole life, a bunch of pictures. And I was, like, in a flashback of an original image of me as a child. And I, and I like, didn't know anything about Selvia. And I, like, looked it up. And then, like, people have those kind of trips, trips every trips, time yeah. where they wow. travel through time. Yeah. And they, like, experience something that happened yeah. as a child that they I don't remember. Yeah. I, was, I had, like, some kind of inception that just, like, I was stacked. I was in a parking structure. So they were stacked. And I just saw them, like... <laughs> all caving in and I started running. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. caving in on yeah, each other. Yeah. Oh, that's wicked. So I started running and they're like, what the fuck is this motherfucker running and shit? It's really funny, I was wearing boots. So I was like, you guys got anything to drink? Yo, you got some tequila. Tequila and ginger ale. Yeah, please, let me hit that shit. And I, was about to st- I called you to see if you wanted me to stop by the liquor store. Yeah, please. Uh, yeah. You want to make you a drink? Are you good? You want to? You got it? Yeah, I got it. Just yeah. like water fountain and shit. No, we have a cup. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah, helicopter, bro. Yep. Yeah, they got some cups. Yeah, no, we have a cup. Yeah, enough. Oh yeah. Still recording. Thank you. Thank you. I just pressed the button. Oh, we're. Oh yeah, no, we're still recording. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you guys are awesome. If you guys listen to this, I love you guys so much. Stay safe. You know, Black Lives Matter. Um, it's going on right now. Uh, if you can donate to any of the organizations, um, if you can protest. Um, even if you can't do any of that, just share an Instagram post. You know why? Well, that's better than you know, not doing nothing during these times. Uh, I was protesting for seven hours uh, on Tuesday. Seven fucking hours. She was crazy, man. But it was worth every step, man. As I said on my Instagram, like every step was towards saying like fuck the government. 
and um, all that good shit. And I was, he laughed a little bit, go fuck yourself. He was also out there suffering with me. Yeah. Me, me and I was actually almost got caught by the police, bro. Damn. Like, we almost, we almost got fucked. Did you say Jeff saved y'all? No, uh, well, yeah, but not Jeff Carson. It's like oh. another Jeff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, <coughs> girl. Yeah, basically, it would be, I was in um, Chelsea, and it was already 7.15, so an hour 15 after curfew. And then the, we found out that the the three the two nearest uh, metro stops were closed because of the whole r- fucking protest. So then we had to walk 30 minutes uh, down to Sun Sunset in Vermont or Santa Monica, Vermont, to catch the metro right there. And then the police were already like pulling up next to us, telling us to go home. Like so, by the time and then uh, fucking Yemma called us and uh, he told me like, Yo, man, you gotta leave Hollywood, bro. They're trying to arrest people. Like I see it on the TV right now. I just got home. And, Cause he was with us for like the seven hours as well, you know, right before that. And then uh, I, I, I literally thought thought we were gonna get caught by the national guards, the police. We we're gonna get arrested a hundred percent. And we just keep walking, and I'm like, if we run, we can make it. The homegirl Chelsea just got knee surgery; she can't run. You know, she 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 could walk now, thank God. But I was like, I'm not. We can't leave her behind. Fuck this shit. <laughs> so we're just gonna keep walking and you know try to keep a nice steady pace, and hopefully, to thank you God, we'll get to the metro station. But I'm getting arrested for being past curfew. Fuck but then uh, Chelsea's uh, homegirl, her roommate Bree, and uh, you know uh, her homeboy uh, Jeff, like came through, and the, you know they saved us, bro. They out came of through nowhere with the Prius, bro. I don't Prius. know. I thought it was I never thought... in my life have I been happy to see a fucking Prius, bro. <laughs> bro, I've never been happy to see a Prius. <laughs> it is the is the is a bitch car. I love them, though. I love Priuses because they saved my black ass, so. Hey, bro. <laughs> they they, they, they kind of, kind of, bro, they're resourceful. My mom's got a Prius. That motherfucking dinosaur keeps coming back to life. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, the dashboard doesn't turn on. That motherfucker's still running with the dashboard off, dude. Damn. <laughs> That's how crazy those fucking shits are, bro. Dumb. She's coming down fucking the Hollywood Hills with the dashboard off. Just swearing, <laughs> bro. Just like, fuck it, man. You... At the end of the day, once you've been driving for so long, you don't really, you, you know, know really, car. yeah, you know how fast you're going, you know. If you're like smashing, and you're passing, if you're passing by every car on the freeway, you know, you're probably going 80. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought I was going to get arrested that day, and thank God, thank fucking God, we didn't, we got picked up in the Prius, you know, Jeff, thank you so much. Thank you so much, nigga. So fucking much. Mm. The Prius is like the best getaway car. Oh, we got out of there. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the cop's like, oh, it's just a Prius. It's just a Prius. Like, even, yeah, hell, it's National Guard. Oh, leave the Prius alone. There's no harm there. Yeah. Nothing to worry about. E- <laughs> on, on, top, on top of that hit, man, this is what I've been wanting to do forever, too. Like, if I'm ever out there, like, I want to have, like, a, I want to sign up for Lyft just so they can give me that one little shit you plug in. And that way I can just plug that shit in when I need to dip somewhere. Cause then they're gonna just be like, oh, he's a Lyft driver, you know, he's, he's alright. Yeah, he's working, like, he's alright. But I just came from fucking shit up, you know? <laughs> Protest. I got my mustache somewhere. I got a pink mustache for Lyft. The one to go on the grill? Yeah. What happened to that? They don't it's make like a little more. one. They just don't do that shit no more. No, they did it. That shit. I forgot about that. Paid too much attention. People are getting accidents. We're <laughs> <laughs> stupid, bro. We got stupid drivers. <laughs> Especially in LA, bro. At least, like, the highest rate of people, like, pedestrians getting hit by drivers, bro. What? We have the highest rate for pedestrians getting hit by drivers. Hey, I'm a part of that statistic, bro. You are. Riders. Yeah, bro. Oh, you got, got hit? Yeah, when I was I 17, got hit too, bro. bro. I got hit, too. What happened with you, bro? bro? I was right there on the fucking corner of Vernon and Figueroa. I was skateboarding to work, bro. I usually catch the 105 going up to West Hollywood. 
So like I was skateboarding hauling ass, bro, and this car was coming up, I wanna say east on, on Vernon and about to catch the freeway going towards like Torrance and South Bay. Right there near the Burger King and the Pinata House. Uh-huh. I don't know if you know where that area is at right there on the Vernon exit. Uh-huh. This motherfucker sure that didn't see me and I stayed up, got me, bro, as I was hauling onto the sidewalk and Damn. There's a preview. I was lucky I kind of tucked in and, you know, I skateboarded my whole life. So I know how to fall. Mm-hmm. But I did like two spins in the air, bro, and just Dude. landed on my ass. But the shit is, my first reaction was, I'm going to beat this motherfucker's ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm late for work. So I went running at the motherfucker and he was about to take off. So uh-huh. then people kind of like, the tamalera people, shout out to the tamale lady, like, was like, hey, stop. <laughs> like, they stopped him and shit. I ended up getting a good settlement. Yeah, that's kind of a scary situation. Yeah, yeah. That's so, yeah, that's yeah. fucking What was your story? You? What was your story? Oh, man, I had just gotten out of high school, man. I see the homies riding the quad in the front. They're like, yo, we're going to walk home together. I'm like, oh, I'm just getting home right now, you know, just keep it pushing. You so, were skateboarding? No, I was just walking, bro. <laughs> no I, fucking way. I keep walking, bro. And then uh, this is pedestrian crosswalk in front of the Domino's on Robertson by Hamilton High School, where I went to uh, high school. Shout out to Hamilton. I know that. Yeah, bro. I was like... Your cop was burritos. Exactly, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah I, I like it. So I, I crossed the street of the pedestrian crosswalk, and the the car's going uh, southbound. There's, like, traffic, right? So there's already blocked up. So I, I threw, the one of the, threw the second car on the left, like, uh, going southbound. I look at the mirror, and, and I see there's a car coming, right? But it's far, right? Yeah. And for the longest time, this is already like my fucking senior year, bro. I'm already used to just walking straight. Yeah. yeah. And not even looking at the yeah, cars coming because yeah. I'm like, all right. I, I used to do the same shit when I was in school, too. Oh, yeah. my God, bro. I trust cars too much. I'm like, yeah, they see me. And then, bro, it was just like an old grandma, bro. She was in a van. Oh. She Like, her little feet just couldn't press, like, hard enough on the gas. I'm like, fucking great. <laughs> yeah, she's just fucking... So she saw me like last minute. She can't see that far. You know her depth perception's fucked shit. up. She got hit by grandma. I got hit by grandma in a van, bro. So Damn. I, I keep walking. This shit just clips me on the right hand side. I had like two notebook, two like textbooks on my right. Uh, like carrying that did shit. Did you get on top of the car at least, or did you? She ran you over. Oh man! I, if I, she would have ran me over, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. No, but I'm saying bro, like I, some people have survived, bro. I know friends that bike ride. Remember? I don't know if you remember back in the day these critical masses kind of bike ride sessions that all these guys used to go and bike ride out like those, sure. those mob bike riders and shit You've seen it yeah a bunch of guys got hit like got caught up under buses and survived it's all buses but no thankfully like she like she had this the right enough power to like as she's braking it's like Err, and then she hits me it's like she stops yeah. completely uh, and then I fly like five six seven feet yeah. and then my textbooks are everywhere <laughs> I, I land on my fucking uh my shoulder my left shoulder and then i get up and then i feel like a pain like in my shoulder on my foot and this <laughs> old lady comes out she's like are you all right and i'm like yeah i'm fine not really but i was just like yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, what the fuck yeah, am i gonna do <laughs> yeah and she's like, lady she goes back into her car and then I, I go out to the 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 corner of the street and then she comes out with her walker Oh, Damn. dude, that's like fucked up. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, <laughs> bro. Can't then, it matter. But people like that shouldn't be driving. What's crazy is that her daughter was in the passenger seat what with the, the license, oh, but the grandma God. had her permit, and uh-huh. the mom had a permit. She was like, seven or something. I don't know, bro. You get a settlement? Yeah, I got a Oh, yeah, yeah, it's all, we're all good. We're well, the car we all rode here, bro. Dude, that's the settlement. I, I, actually, <laughs> dude, I bought my first car with the settlement Everybody. from that shit, too. Yeah, like, yeah it's kind of like what you did. Yeah, damn. High five. <laughs> <laughs> that was what happened, though? You were hurt? 
Yeah, bro. Oh, I, yeah. I broke my fucking uh, clavicle right here. Like, it just completely yeah, shattered. It sucks to break. You can never do MMA. Man, you could have walked that off. You took the people's money. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, bro. That shit was like shattered, bro. They have the x-rays. That shit yeah, look like nah, fucking, like... shattered or, like, splintered. Oh, oh bones that's fucking suck, dude. I got my hand splintered, bro. And it's kind of oh. fucked up like that. And it just told me, like, there's no use in fixing it. It's just cartilage. Does it still hurt when you touch that shit? So. Roger? Nah, nah, that's okay. Like, but then you can tell, like, this part of my body, like, this collarbone has popped out more, and, like, this part is, like, down more, and this part is up more, because this is the part I landed down with. So, like, I went to go, I went to go renew my weed rack back in 2014. He was like, you were in that, I told him about the accident, and he was like, yeah, I can tell you, your shit's, like, all fucked up. I'm like, bro, I'm here to get my weed shit. I didn't even know that was the fucking defect I got going on right now. He said, like, don't worry, it's light. I'm like, it's motherfucker. But, uh, yeah, I broke that part. It, it healed back quick. Uh, healed back quick so. Yeah, I, I've met friends that fucked in the club. Cool. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. I have herniated disc on my spine. Herniated? From, yeah. From, uh, from that accident. Oh, shit. Wow. Well, I like to say it's from that accident. I feel many times in the pit. And growing <laughs> up, and just, bro, me But too, I don't want to say it's like, you know, just from the accident. But hey, if no, I no. get like, I got therapy, you know how they have, you probably had to do the whole therapy thing. Yeah. It was the best thing in my life. I, I still, right now, I'm actually seeing a chiropractor because I started on this whole weight chain yeah. and fucking shit. Oh shit. That's the wrong kind. 
That's how you really get injured. Power bombs and shit. That's how you really hurt each other. That is how you really do. You ever seen that movie, The Wrestler? With Ricky Ricky Rourke? It's a sad ass movie. That's a weird ass movie. But it's every wrestler that we've looked up to. You've been wrestling like Macho Man. Like... They all have tortured fucking lives, mm. dude. It's sad. Fucking Chris Benoit, bro. Ah, Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero. Oh my God, bro. That's Actually, crazy. Chris Benoit was one of my favorite wrestlers too, because I like kind of like the endomorph body type, kind of like small, stocky. Fucker was a like, one muscle motherfucker. <laughs> He's like one muscle, bro. Like like a little muscle walking around. He was the shit, bro. I love yeah. the... You know how they all had, like, the little shit they would do before they, like, do their finishing move? Yeah. Like, his shit was my favorite. He'd just be like, ah. Yeah. And then he did that to his family. Ah. <laughs> yeah, he had that, like... He had that, like, Lawrence Fishburne eye and shit. He had that Lawrence Fishburne eye. <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne. You know, he had that crazy eye. He had that, like, the one lady eye. <laughs> Howdy eye. Right? Didn't he? I think it was so much yeah. supplements at one point and shit. His eyes are full of fucking steroids. For real. Steroid eyes. I saw Ron Van Dam at a fucking weed event over here in Dallas. Hey, bro, is yeah, this just a coincidence? A does Ron Van Dam and Jacques Van Dam look exactly alike? Low key. I met RVD in high school. He came and worked out. He's a dope ass guy. Yeah, he came and worked out at the gym I was working at in high school for his big wrestling. Fuck. Yeah, bro, it's huge. They gotta be big. Bro. They have to be big. They get slammed or else they're gonna get hurt. Like, they need that extra padding. I feel like, and they're all on some shit, bro. Yeah, they're all bro. on some shit. Gotta be. Yeah, you gotta be. By this point. Hey, I wouldn't like it if they weren't. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah, like, they don't like it. This is like baseball, bro. Let them take steroids oh, and fucking vitamins. I'm, try, I'm trying to see 80 home runs a season. I'm trying to see Brain you do a backflip. Motherfuckers biting bats. Motherfuckers biting Kill birds, all that shit. Roid rage. You know somebody's about to do roid rage, bro. Exactly. But now, like, it's going to be weird. How is baseball and all these sports are going to be? Have you heard basketball's coming back? Yeah, Disney World. Yeah, they're playing it out there. The last 20 teams. Yeah, the last 20 teams. Because, you know, Disney has that worldwide sport. Resort, so, so they're, they're gonna, gonna do keep it all there. the teams yeah, there. And you the can only, I think you can only bring everybody's gonna 30. get tested for COVID like yeah. on a frequent basis, like in a yeah. two month. How long are they gonna be there? I think it's like months. a month. Yeah. Do they have to live there? Too? Yeah, yeah it's there. a tournament. They're, they're gonna play a tournament for no, who no wins. No fans. The, yeah. Like AAU. <laughs> yeah. And they're gonna play a tournament for. Here's the thing, and this comedian named Vincent Bryant brought up like a very good point. Some teams might play better than they usually do. Yeah, they do. Think about all the niggas that get nervous because of fans and shit. So now they'll just be able to just ball out like it's practice. <laughs> and you'll be able to make free throws because you're not nervous. I don't know, bro. Like yeah. some scrubs no will like drop 40 on LeBron because he's just yeah. feeling confident because they just in a Nobody building. There. There's nobody there. Some rookie. Yeah, some rookie, bro. Like, yeah, like, that's what they're comfortable then, with. They're like, where the fuck did he come from? And then next season he's going to be trash because his yeah. ex is like in the, in in the, the, the stands. Ex, in the stands or something. That's what they were talking about before. Yeah. They're going to be talking mad shit, too. Right. Like, you don't want nobody to see this. all the shit talking. That's gonna be very mm. interesting. They're gonna be talking a lot. Mike of shit. Mike oh, I, I saw it on the radio. Like they want to make more money because they want to get Mike. I know, man. To sell that shit. Yeah. 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 Like MMA sounds beastly without the fans. Yeah. Did you guys have seen? Have you guys seen any of the yeah. MMA yeah. fights? Yeah. I, did. I did. I did. It's I did. intense. Yeah. Hell yeah. You can hear yeah. all the shit with talk. The you can hear the corners. Yeah. You can, you can yeah. hear one corner talking. The pounding too far. It's got an interesting element to it. And then, it, like, did, the, it did. The I think you it made it more. Them talking too. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, the, but it's weird. Joe Rogan was like, I think we're being too loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he did the fighters like louder ass motherfucker Exactly. That must be so strange. They gotta have. They're gonna be like in a booth or something like a soundproof <laughs> booth, so it doesn't distract the fighters. 
Oh, oh! <laughs> the random. Oh, oh, oh! We need more liquor. Bro, what's his name? Yeah. John Jones does so much cocaine, he won't even notice there's no fans, bro. <laughs> 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 that's what I know? Shouting out to people. Didn't he <laughs> Is that who's still on that shit? He's out there taking this Because he, he hasn't fought in a while, right? He hasn't fought at all. Bro, I bet this fool's been doing cocaine. Did he get arrested for driving around with guns? Didn't he yeah, shoot guns out the window? <laughs> yeah. Like, this dude is crazy. He's like off roading shooting guns out the window. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's how you This shit that you would do, but. Trying to get caught. Some Dukes of Hazard. That's some I'm yeah. rich motherfucker shit. Yeah. I'm rich, rich. But when I saw him taking spray cans away from people, I'm like, what the fuck is this? That was Go do some cocaine. Leave That's those people That's ridiculous. Along. No way. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. You see him taking those spray cans away. Yeah. You would give them to him, though. Right. I'm not going to argue with him. Are you serious? Yeah. Here you go, sir. Mm. Yeah, he's Probably like 6'4", fucking like... His arm, his he's like eight, 84 inch fucking arm length. That's fucking huge. I'll come back and write that shit. Well, I'll come back and write it. Then, you know? <laughs> I'll come back and yeah, yeah, take that, my spray can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 399. That's 299. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm going to actually ask you shit. No, you can definitely. Uh, handle, um, I bought yeah. some tequila. I've been That's getting some mezcal, bro. Um. You guys actually you me on the nice, bro. Thanks to Gil, you know, you told me that uh, Fufuless has mezcal now. So yeah, they do. Mezcal is uh, Fufuless. I'm uh, yeah, to check that out. Not, not, nice. not, not very pricey one, but they got a cheap mezcal. That's still sweet as fuck, you know? Oh, yeah. Drink yeah. Real, real. I don't want to drink the last of your shit. Nah, bro, it's yours. But I'm I still have um, tequila in my shit. It's trying to be a responsible drinker, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Yeah, fuck COVID-19. Uh, yeah, you guys going protesting? Yeah. Albert, we went protesting. That was sweet. What'd you think about it, bro? I thought it was, like, awesome. Because I went through, like, all the emotions, you know, yeah. that you could go through and something like that. And that I got out of it without being harmed and everybody I know didn't get hurt. Then it was good, you know, like, after mm-hmm. the fact. But while I was in it, it was hard to, like, know what was going on. I feel like I was confused a lot. I know we were having a good time. We were having our laughs. But I was always, like... Looking over my shoulder, thinking my wife's gonna like disappear. You know, like they're just gonna somebody's gonna take her. So I'm out there all paranoid. Like I don't know if it's you age be. or just the situation, or if everybody feels like me. Where it's sketchy, even yeah, though it's right now sketchy. everything's cool it's and we're high fiving. No, it's a sketchy. Five minutes from now, you don't know what the fuck could happen. You don't no, know the guy sketchy. next to you is crazy. You're exposed. You're exposed. Time, right. Exactly. You're exposed. So I'm out there and I'm just like from a protest, having a hard time enjoying it, but enjoying it. But right after, when I was back at work. Just cause I was just like, no, uh, no, just you know, worried about you guys a little bit. Oh, okay. Happy that you guys got out, and then oh, yeah. when, like you know, the very next day, I just felt like good to be a yeah, part of that history oh, and just hope it. that it's not. Oh, first, let's go. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I would be very disappointed if everything goes back to normal. I'll be busy trying to smoke somebody. I hope it's like Hong Kong. They've been protesting for what, like a year now. That should be us, dude. We should just not stop. 
like just not Mass fucking stop. Protest, yeah. Just not. Then that should, I, I looked uh, up that's the, the only way things are gonna change. Dude, like Hong Kong, be they've been protesting yeah, since like November. Not not with looting also, because I mean looting's obviously, but the looting kind of hurts our own communities. Different. I think looting is more of a different symptom that happens just because of because of the fact. Because of the fact. Yeah. Before the protest. Yeah. 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 I think looting. I like that. It's, it's like other people's way of protesting. Looting, looting. is, is protest. a I way like of that. saying, "Oh, you guys prior towards you guys prior towards bodies over are you guys prior towards property over bodies? Well, easily as easily as you guys go into your fucking wallet and buy things." And I can't. Mm. I'm gonna easily abuse what you like the most, which is property, by just taking it. And I'm and not yeah, yeah. care to want the thing. Right. I just yeah. like the ability to, to take do it with it. the just ease. Just to show you what right. I can do. As they, you do. They hit Winchell. They hit Winchell's donuts on Melrose, and a nigga was running out there with a coffee maker. I was like, nigga, you don't like espresso. <laughs> <laughs> right. He had to make that point. point. He had to make that point, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I get it. It is like you want to show your power. We could show power too in a different I mean, way. It's the only really way to instill fear. People. Yeah. I mean, I mean, after Dr. King was assassinated, I mean, people rioted for a week. Damn, like week? that's not covered. It's crazy. Like in history books, that's not covered. It's not covered. Yeah, they show, like, a lot of they, things they gave us a day. They show, huh? Well, they gave us a day oh. to celebrate. You know? Yeah, it was just like watches like all the after effects of like we don't really know the nitty gritty unless sure. you were there. You yeah, know? But you, never like, know. you never know. As we come up, we're like, oh, we got Black History Month. We have a Martin Luther King Day. Mm-hmm. You know, we celebrate these ways. People, because like literally, it's like in class you learn like Dr. King rose to fame. He wanted to get the Civil Rights Act going. He got, he gets that. They march on Washington. He does, I have a dream speech. Then he gets murdered at a motel, and yeah. then it's just like over. No, yeah, like, they, they yeah. don't talk about how like people literally rioted. The after effects. They rioted in the streets for a week. People were that. tearing shit up, burning yeah. stuff up, all kinds of wild stuff because they were angry. You know mm. what I'm saying? Because they knew there was some foul play involved. And so they always do. So we have to, you know, we just have to keep going. Regardless, like like you said, Hong Kong's been. I think that well, that would be like. I mean, that's a interesting thought, but it, but it, it would important. honestly be the only way to like affect. Yeah, we got to because obviously the same fear. tourism's gonna go down. People aren't gonna want to so fucking come around. That's good. You know who doesn't it is, travel? It's like local only. It kind of right. gives that whole locals only effect. Exactly, and like it gives the streets. Honestly, back to the people. Yeah. yeah if you're yeah. out there protesting every fucking day, should nobody should really fucking. Imagine really if everybody just hung out on the streets together every yeah. day. Yeah. It would yeah. be a better world. You know, it would. We would it just it have would. a good like, ass time. Yeah. Like, fuck traffic. And it's so funny. It took fucking quarantine, right? Yeah. It took fucking quarantine. Yeah. That is part of it. Imagine the progression. It might be done on purpose. We might be in a simulation. Yeah, we don't, I think don't even know. It's part of the, of, the, of the agenda that they've been having planned for a while, which is they're trying to make a one world order, you know? And, and right now it's all about politics remember it's all about politics man and 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 they use us people right to 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 get what they want you know and that's what's happening right now mm. all these little events that are happening right they're taking advantage of it and they're igniting they're igniting other shit like you know okay you know this 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 this, this guy got killed by the by the by the cops bam you see that ignited everything now you got people fighting against each other. You have the blacks and the Mexicans fighting each other, right? You know, we see that shit clearly in other states, right? Yeah. You know, and it's rapidly, it's coming over here, right? So it's like, okay, what happens when they, when the Mexicans get beat up, right? What happens when the men? nobody do shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when other races get beat up, it's shit that everybody want to jump. You know what I'm saying? So where are we getting in all this? You know what I'm saying? What's really happening? You know what I'm saying? Are we being used, right, to tear each other up, or what? 
That's always been the agenda. You know what I'm saying? I mean, ever since the 80s, the whole crack happened. Ever since the Roman Empire, it's always been conquer and divide. That's why why it's, like, beautiful that we're all here together. Because look right now, look how much of the protests going on. The cops are fucking literally scared of the protests. Yeah. Because, like, the people control the masses. Well, yeah, the people always control. We will always be way more than what authority throws anything at us. And once we unite and actually realize the impact that we could do to our community, yeah. to our whole governing force. Well, just look at Mexico, right? Look at the government in Mexico, right? You know, it took the people to unite themselves. The cartels, yeah. they run fucking oh, yeah. the government over there, right? And right now, they're turning against the cops. Yeah, exactly. I don't even know what's so going on in Jalisco and shit. And the same the, shit The cartels right killed the cops? No, the people over oh, there. Yeah. The cops killed, like, this kid. Yeah. Similar shit with what's going on with George Floyd. In Mexico, but yeah, the Giovanni, people, uh, the okay, fucking bro. city went on a protest and fucking almost They're took against the cops. The yeah. yeah, they lit a cup on fire. Bro. Yeah, they lit a cup on fire. Yeah. That shit was wicked. I they, mean, and right now, like, okay, you see these fuckers right here parked right here, right? Yeah. They're yeah, right there around the corner right now. Who They're is? like about six or seven fucking uh, 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 military fucking Oh, National guys. Guard? They're right there posted right now. Damn, nah, for real? Yeah. So, right, I mean... Let's go fuck with them. <laughs> nah. Let's go with throw these. Let's go throw bottles in nah, there. Nah. Hey, they're going to get oh, us and take us down, bro. We're cool. I ain't trying to go to jail. <laughs> no, you ain't going to jail. They're going to shoot you. Every time somebody steps up and try to speak, right? They'll shut you down. Oh yeah. They don't want you to unite the people. Nah, I know they don't, but I also don't think that they know what's going on. I, I don't know, man. It's either that it's all orchestrated or that they're also panicking. I think white people are panicking right now. I think white people are gonna be afraid. Saw your fucking roaches I mean, those I think, are the ones yeah. that are afraid usually. My white friend today, he could go around. My That's white friend true. today, he was like, I didn't do anything wrong, and now I have to be afraid of all black what people. Happened? And I'm like, well, what do you mean? You have to be afraid that something's gonna happen to you. Oh, no, I'm not allowed. Oh, shit, bro. You good. I have no idea. How about that for today? I should have. Yeah, I rolled blood right now, actually. No, 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 you good, good. I just got a little bit right here. I don't know. I just tripped out on all this, you know, like, like. You know, I think if, if people were just to really open up their eyes and see things for where they are, and history repeats itself and over and over. Yeah, yeah look at over, over and over and over. White people cannot possibly see outside of their whiteness. It's not possible. It's well, not possible. Not. They like to live in comfort. They like to live in a, in a, in a, in a dream. You know? Yeah. You know, but us, dream. we have to live in reality. Yeah. We fucking gotta work day by day. We have fucking uh, break our fucking back and fucking and build fucking United States. You know? We're the one that built the United States. They don't build shit. Continue yeah, to. This country would always be built on hard <laughs> middle classes. Fucking Ever since, lives, it, since Egypt, back in the days, right? In the Bible days, right? They they took credit. They said they built Egypt. They The African Americans built Egypt. You know? They used they use all people to build their... I don't think they were African-American. They were Africans. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, supposedly Africans. Egyptians are Africans. There was no America. There was no America then. There were some Americans. What was that shit? What is this? It's Sierra Leone. Sierra Leone. Sierra Leone. Sierra Leone. Sierra Leone. That's history right there, It's Indica. Yeah. It doesn't change, man. It just, you know, there's nothing new to the sun. They just always want to fucking, you know, corporations just want to take control, bro. It's always corporations trying to take control. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing about power and control. It's the same. It's actually just a fucking power money issue. It's not about, it's always about races. You know, uh, one race want to be higher than another race. You know? You know, you have the Illuminati, right? You have a bunch of Freemasons. Yeah, you remember the Freemasons? 
Yeah, bro. Supposedly there's some devil worshiping motherfuckers. You ever heard about that? Yeah, yeah bro. The devil shit. Bro, there's Opus Day even in the church. There's Opus Day. The devil shit is true, bro. Like Opus Day are secret fucking like priest assassins, bro. That would send out just to correct. Like they would kill off pedophiles. They would kill off people of interest (laughs) that were affecting the church. So the church was sent. (laughs) The Vatican would send out these assassins to take out people. The Vatican. Yeah. Yeah. Opus Day. They shut down assassin priests. It's based on the story. There was a movie. There was about it. There was a movie about it. There was like a Red Dragon movie about it. Like a. There's a game about it. There's a game called Assassin's Creed. It's about that shit. It's similar. Yeah. Is that the fucking dude that's always? He's like a part of it. The the guard when he's a fucking knight's guard, and then he has like he has a little fucking like a scythe. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you ever heard of that shit? Yeah, those are, those are trippy yeah. conspiracies, bro. Yeah. I didn't believe it, and one of my friends really got into it. And there's this building in downtown that, if you notice, it's empty, but it never gets like broke down. And allegedly, it's because it has a lot of Freemason files. Yeah, of no, people I, I that work, existed. I work, I work out there in downtown, and I work around all these uh, vineyards, right? Right. These vineyards, they come. People, exclude, this is people that they come in there and they and they do all their stuff, you know. Okay. And they have all the signs. They have the hands. They have the, everything. I know all the signs. Yeah. Cause I know about that stuff. Yeah, you know? they make some shit. And, and they got secret fucking rooms that you will see in downtown that you wouldn't even, even know. Yeah. But I, I have the cold. Yeah, I go in that motherfucker. Yeah, I, I go in there with the cold. I seen that shit because I worked there. I was skateboarding one time like yeah. two, three in the morning, yeah. and I Whoa. saw some shit like that in downtown. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? This guy disappeared like right into the wall and shit. You got what people. the fuck? Yeah, he disappeared into the wall. Like, so they have an entrance right in the fucking wall. Yeah, like like their own little entrance. Well, it looks like nothing's around there, yeah. but they have like, they do have like doubt, but it's not like that. They got You got to delete, delete. We're going to kill Like you see, <laughs> they don't even look like a door, but you just dial the fucking code. Yeah. And it's always usually, it's I'm not going to say, but it's had to do with a year, certain year. Uh, because they connect everything, they're very superstitious about about numbers and shit. You know, shit that happens. So. Yeah, they're a whole fucking uh, weird ass organization. Yeah, yeah. But they have money, man. Yeah. Oh, and they invite you. They invite anybody to that shit. Anybody that wants to get invited, you want to be part of society. I gotta just, just want to make money. Yeah. Be money hungry. Yeah. And don't turn back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. And, and, and yeah, it's kind of like the fucking. Little rule for any of those organizations. Yeah. Like, make money, do what we tell you, and don't turn back. Well, what's that that fucking dude that stays over there in Bel Air? He has the, the richest mansion over there. What's his name? Or not? Is the richest mansion? I don't know. I have no but idea. That motherfucker right there, right? He's he's straight out like he's with the devil. He said. Yeah, he was some crazy devil. You know? Yeah, but. I had a homie out here in LA that he thought he was Jesus and he started calling people demons and shit, oh, man. Yeah. I felt bad for him, man, because he, he was a good dude, bro. Yeah, he got a lot from that, man. Fuck. I don't know, bro. I don't it's know. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. You fucking with that. You fucking with that motherfucking drug. You be, you, be, you be talking about some way out shit. Motherfucking UFO shit. You guys hear about the UFOs in Brazil? Yo. I haven't seen the uh, video of it, bro. Yeah, they got like mad video of like all these yeah, UFOs in Brazil. Thousands of people said they saw a UFO crash, and, crash. Then, and then like a minute, like, minute or two later, fly back out. Wow. And like, uh, the BBC kind of like lights in the sky, and then there's one video that shows like. So we're crashed. not alone then. Oh, oh, did they, we already, but did they crash? They declassified those. They crashed and they flew back. Videos out. from the. 
How you crash and fly back up, did you? Like a hit and run, nigga, get going. Like a side view mirror came off and that. Like, he swipes somebody for oops. That's what I said. That's what I said. Like, my nigga would drink it. They wouldn't. My bad. They wouldn't. We'll be back for that. I'll leave a note. That's my brother. What are my insurance? What are my insurance? Motherfuckers, man. That's so funny. They crash and it was still cool to keep going? Yeah, yeah. bro. Some spaceship. Yeah, that's cool. It ain't no Mazda, niggas. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying, you don't hear about shit crashing. It may be a Honda, though, if it kept crashing. <laughs> <laughs> All the movies are about them crashing that's and being here. Think about it. Niggas get stuck. They be like, man, we ain't got the fuel, nigga. We need to sell weed, nigga. We're a black man. We're now that. We need to get him to sell us some weed, nigga. Our planet is going down. We going bankrupt. Yeah. Where did the idea come from for that? Weed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's a good idea. Weed's a good idea. You know they're growing it everywhere. Hell yeah. Yeah. How many pounds do you want? Huh? You want two pounds, three pounds? Bro, Roger, I got this shit coming. Yeah. Out. No. No, you don't, bro. No, you don't, bro. I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna send it to your crib once I get it. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be perfect for you once you for your gaming. Nah, don't. Wait, don't send it to in the mail, though. Nah, nah. <laughs> oh, mail is cool. You really getting it to the mail? Yeah, you can get it to no, the mail. No, I said I got something for you. I'm going to send it to you. Oh, <laughs> uh, in the mail, though? Yeah, that's what they do. People it. are doing They do it through mail. You ain't going to get in trouble for this, shit. It's like... It's legal, bro. It's legal. Oh, that's amazing. Amazing. It's to help you when you play Call of Duty. Oh, you're going to send me a bunch of legal Adderall. <laughs> you gonna make me win this million dollars? <laughs> I'm gonna be like, fucking grinding. Got sixty kills. He got all the kills. He got like, he's like, he's, the announcer will be like, damn, this one player is carrying his whole team to the he world qualifier. <laughs> Nobody else got any kills in this bitch. That like, should be wait, look at him. his kill cam, bro. It's just bullets coming out of his gun. <laughs> it's just, just bullets, bro. It's just walk bullet, walk bullet. That should be hilarious, bro. Let's see, we got the golden gun. Bro, I went off, though, today. I felt like Rambo in that bitch because we were playing free-for-all. And when you play free-for-all, it's a different vibe, you know? It's like, it's more intense, you know? It's savage. So I'm just running across that bitch, running out of ammo, switching from that and go back to, to pistol. Yeah. <laughs> you just get too Your hands so are sweating, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're killing everybody. Everybody. Everybody's got to die. You got to join those alliances. Yeah, and shit. I was, I was, I was in that place like a savage. It's funny as hell. That's just badass, bro. Even on my phone games, dude, I want to like play all the sniper games. Like a Bro, you gotta download uh, Call of Duty Mobile, bro. It's like we have a plan of like six dude. of us, bro. Because I suck, dude. You guys would just all be mad at me all the time. I just suck. <laughs> right. no, bro, right. no, bro. Yeah. You got some hours. You gotta, yeah, get it some hours. I can't. Do you find your gun? Do you find your gun? I gotta put those hours into my life. I, hey, when I was a kid, I used to play. When I was a kid, I used to play like that. Those games, that's where my hours are going. That's that's smart. That's smart. Now I'm just thinking about how the fuck I'm gonna make some fucking money, man. Right? Hustling mentality. How many money would I make my wife? I'm thinking about all my money. There you go. That's smart, man. Time, time is money, man. Hey, that's nice, bro. I'm trying to move to an island. Who's coming with me? To an island, bro. There's a lot of badass they islands. Have they got them, them they, they make, they make the islands. They make islands. The United States, they got places where they're making islands. I don't want to live there. Private islands. Lisa, beautiful women, too. Yeah, they got over there. They got the private islands. They make badass ones. Built. Whatever you want, it'll stay for you. 
They look hella might slip into the ocean at any moment. Any hurricane, fire festival. You're a fire festival away from your whole life being fucking wet. But that's how people want to live. People that have money don't give a fuck. They have money to spend like that. They don't care. It's true, man. When I was in Thailand, you used to see these big ass houses on the beach, like abandoned. Nobody living there. Just abandoned. Just because it's like a storm came and fucked shit up and nobody wanted to fix it. So you would have other motherfuckers just squatting and living in there. But you would have like no electricity, no plumbing, and shit like that. But you would live like fucking pretty dope, though. Hang a hammock and just chill. Hang a hammock. That's all it is. Hang a hammock. Chill. Big ass tree house by the water, bro. Fucking tropical homeless, dude. That's all you really are. It seems like glorious, but then you go there and you're hanging out with this dude and he's like shitting in a bucket. Go back to Capitol. You gotta go right into the bucket every now and get a job right now. That's not the move, man. Shitting in buckets. Not the bucket, dude. No, dude, I said it. He's like, I don't really have a shower. I just put water and then I heat it up. And I'm like, dude, I. It was like an American dude squatting? He was probably. He was white. your organs. I can't remember. He was British or something. That's hilarious, bro. This fucking. People from other countries squatting in fucking Thailand. Hell yeah, dude. You don't meet Americans in Thailand, dude. You meet from all over the place, but hardly any Americans. That's crazy. Americans hardly go travel as much, dude. Like, they just really don't. Americans don't travel that much. Not as much as the rest of the world. Yeah, not as much as people from... There's enough division here to travel around the U.S. Yeah, it's exactly. Our country's big as fuck, yeah. dude. That's what we don't realize. Like, you, one part of the country is so different from another. Yeah. You could just travel yeah. through the United States, and it's like traveling through other countries. Yeah. yeah. So that's why our country is pretty great. It's, it's very diverse. Yeah, mm-hmm. very diverse. And the, and the size, man. The size. The size. Indiana. I'm from Indiana. The whole country of South Korea is smaller than Indiana. Damn. So like you just like don't have appreciation for that shit. Gee, go. Yeah, like there, California you know? like, is one of the biggest yeah, fucking California's states got, in. It's like a whole economy of exactly. the United yeah. States and shit. People don't realize that we have such a huge advantage because of numbers here. That's why our military is so dope because there's so many goddamn people. But so is China. So the diversity China. of people. That too. Diversity is why I feel like... Because obviously, like, you know, if you're a person from that country, you know how to speak that language. That's what I'm saying. Because you, you say, like, Americans can't speak a lot of languages. Like, that's true. But we do have the ability We have somebody from there that can. <laughs> but we can communicate with a lot of different, like, diverse people. Yeah. Which is almost like a new language. Like, if you could talk to people from different places that's like a different language, it's almost as useful. Like, if you're in Europe and you can speak... A little bit of French, a little bit of English, a little bit of fucking German, or whatever the hell. That's tight, bro. I'm trying to learn Sapotec, low key, bro. Sapotec? Yeah, trying to, like, bro, once this revolution kicks off, bro, I'm going to unite the Spanish speaking people. Yeah, that's what I'm speak right now. I'm going to speak Sapotec, Sapotec, Nahual, and the other 20 Nahual, fucking dialects. The other 20 languages. You know, that's one thing that, that, that they, we, were, crazy, we were bro. mandatory, right? Basically, forced to learn. Our language when I was in prison. Literally, you had to learn your culture, right? Which is that I am Aztec, and then you will have to start learning how to speak the language because that's what they wanted you to speak. That way, other people or races would not know your language. Sure, again, differentiation. Yeah. But in prison, they say it's like necessary, right? Yeah. yeah. Go that's, that a, that's how you speak. Yo, uh, Yo, Gil, when did you start out at Cafe Club Tequila, bro? Fuck, 2010, 2009. I got asked to join a couple of guys that were from the Lincoln Heights area oh. and me coming from another hood. Excuse me. 
I was from South LA, born and raised South LA. And they're from like, you know, basically another ghetto, which is like the east side, Lincoln Heights, East Los So like, yeah, I joined up with them. And I, at the time I was really influenced by the like, East Coast hip hop, like Wu-Tang and stuff like that. So like, I brought that kind of vocal presence to a already dynamic rhythm sectional with horns and blasting and, you know, drums all over the place and yeah it all just kind of came together and we've been jamming out since bro that's sick bro yeah, yeah. i saw a video of you guys playing today from uh 2010 yeah that's probably around the time when we were like heading up towards like our fan base and all that stuff and shout outs to our fan base man like, how does down so yeah, bro, you, gotta, you got super. Follow you on Instagram bro. or something? Yeah. Cafe Con Tequila, was it? Yeah, Cafe Con Tequila. Well, how'd you guys, who came up with the band? The band you know? was already set up when I, I just got plugged in. The drummer and the guitarist are originals. And I kind of just got plugged in. So, like, they kind of have mostly all the rights and all that stuff. Yeah, like, did they ever yeah. tell you, did you ever ask that? Like, no, I never really have. People have asked them that question and they just always give a mediocre answer. Like, just came over with it. <laughs> just came over with it. I like Capricorn to kill him no more. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> I guess it's like a play on of Cafe Tacuba, you know, I guess. Since it's like, uh, I got influenced by That's them a true, lot. True. Yeah. Like, of their ska version. Like, I mean, I remember hearing that song, Ingrata, can being like one of my first, like, Mexican ska songs, or, you know, when I discovered after that. I discovered bands like La Matatena, Real Club, and like a lot of that aspect of ska that I wouldn't unless I went out searching for it, mm-hmm. being from Salvadoran descent, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's cool. It's Which is pretty cool because it just adds the whole different level, like diversity to your arsenal, I feel. And being by Link was a blessing. I, I got, I had a chance to get signed by a big label at one point if I stuck to English, but because of the fact that I wanted to stay bilingual and true to my style which is very sublime kind of reference even though it's a white guy like you know so he, he was pretty cool like you know I love artists that are able to use their languages whether it's Portuguese Spanish English and kind of just like throw in their version of their like mine I call it Spanglish which is my version of Spanish English that kind of you kind of use you know you go back and forth with it yeah you go back and forth with it but you still keep a melody so it's a trip it's a trip to do it you know not a lot of people can do it and like you know labels really don't like that because <laughs> they want you to stick to a certain to just one thing yeah, that they can market you to just one yeah you so they can market you on either one language so these motherfuckers but it's it's, it's honestly it adds a whole roughness and rawness to your style it does man it's like and especially saying. like you know any chance I get to speak my native tongue obviously I'm gonna throw it out there yeah. it is what we were raised to talk I mean I, I talked Spanish first before I don't know how to talk English oh yeah I learned English to school and shit I was yeah. oh me too bro I didn't learn English till uh, I was five years old see yeah same here yeah same here and then I just picked it up then yeah and then now I'm uh, I'm an English major so I feel like a traitor in a way <laughs> <laughs> oh wait I feel like a traitor in a way but I'm taking some Chicano studies classes so I was kind of bouncing it out I took Chicano studies I took a couple of them yeah, they're, they're badass, at, at bro. Yeah, they are. They they're were, awesome, bro. I, was, I changed my fucking Instagram to Jaguar Baby. <laughs> 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 For like a whole four years. 
and shit. Four years just representing, bro. Hell yeah. Had like a Jaguar baby as my profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> Felt really in tune and then find out that like my original people from El Salvador were Pipiles, which is another different kind of indigenous. Yeah. It's a trap and shit. And chose not to like sacrifice their own people because they were already slimmed down. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It was a, it's a real trip, bro. Like going back and seeking out your ancestry and shit. The history and yeah, all that, all that good stuff. Yeah, I love learning. Like before about the Spanish fucked us all. <laughs> all the Spanish came and just fucked, fucked us all. Tri- all burning people, on, burning people on fire, bro. Turning tricks and shit. <laughs> everything, everything police brutality is fucking terrible now. I think bro. it all started Four with them. Ago. It all started with them. Wait, wait what happened? With Spaniards fucking everything. Oh, yeah, it started with the fucking... They just came burning people in the name of Christ and shit like that. Oh, my God. But, uh... Yeah, bro. Um, I definitely love Chicago studies. I kind of wish I majored in it, but I'm like, man... That's, uh... What are you gonna do with it? Yeah, <laughs> that's what my mom told me. And I was like, ah, you're right. They could be liberal arts. Like, we can't get, like, vocal performance. That's honestly what I went to school for. You went to school, yeah. Where'd you go to school at? LACC. I went to LACC. That's cool. Yeah. Pretty dope ass school for music, honestly. Yeah, it's cool. I didn't know that. One of my early eight where I learned music live engineering, how to set up a whole engineering. You know, mm. where you set up a whole live stage where right. you mic up the drums, mic up the amps, the PAs, mm-hmm. your speakers, you got your four monitors, you, know, you got a whole live setup. I'm very grateful for that. I listened to your album and it was uh, very well mixed. Like oh yeah, bro. I, I I I sit. I'm very grateful well, that I know nice. how no, to cool. get the sound I want out by talking to the engineer, by kind of being familiar with the jargon of that whole you know engineering kind of expertise or like you know profession, if you will. You know, because that's obviously hard to try to get what you're trying to get out of your sound and communicate that to the engineer. Yeah. You know, there's like, when you don't know what you're, when they don't know what you're talking about, you know, it's really hard to get them. So like, I'm very emphasis, like, I feel like, especially with, with your music, with recording, I feel it's like when you have time to just make your shit crisp. Mm-hmm. And you just have to take, it, it's patience, bro. I'm pretty sure you know you recording, yeah. editing some of your stuff. It's like a lot of patience and just, Sitting there and editing shit. Like, it's, it's me appreciating. It's yeah. me just hoping the mic is already set up nice. Like uh, I've been coming here to Garage Mic forever, and uh, Victor does a great job with like editing, like setting up yeah. whatever amp yeah. he's got yeah. Yeah. That's to make it sound like you know. Victor don't do shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get a bite of your shit. <coughs> <coughs> Dude, I'm about to order a pizza. Nuh-uh. Oh yeah. How I swear to God. Where do I tell him to go? Just the behind food. That's course. what I said. 17, 17 West. Stop telling niggas where we at. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all act like we not in a civil unrest right now. One of them looters hear that shit. I feel like looters listen to Roger podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, These fuckers are right here. Uh, you nah, traitors. My, my <laughs> One of the guys got a sheriff mask. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My peoples are about looting establishments that are like, you know, multinational corporations, you know what I'm saying? Not that one day Garage Mike won't be there, but even at that point, you know, you could, you know, you don't loot it at that point either. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, the process has been the shit, bro. It's been one of the, the, the greatest things. You said you're going to the Scott once Yeah, tomorrow. tomorrow the Scott scene's going to unite and try to go on. Try to help, you know, or support the Black Lives Matter community. Hey. 
tomorrow, you know? Because obviously we're right there with him. I mean, I, I, I got known. I mean, I remember my first oh, opening to the black community was when I first played Black Dominoes. And it lasted for like a week. <laughs> it was like the longest game of dominoes I ever played with my neighbor. That's hilarious. Every time she saw me, she made me sit down and she said, she's like, we're going to finish the game. <laughs> and she just set up a table on her driveway, right in the middle of my street. And like, we just played. And like, these wow. people, I'm not going to say where they're from, but they're really active. So it was like, when am I going to get shot at? <laughs> 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 like, I was bro. It was pretty cool because I, I always had a 40 waiting for me. I was there posted, bro. And it's kind of like just how I got known around my neighborhood. And, you know, like when you just grow up with that whole same vibe where I, I, you don't see race or color barrier. You just be, you know. You see people. Yeah, you just, we're all human beings, man. We all hate the same. We all care the same. Like if you notice... We all have the same physical attributes. We all have the same emotions, bro. Like, why should there be anything dividing us? It's insane that we're even talking about or this is going on in fucking 2020 when we're supposed to be having flying fucking cars, bro. That's what I'm like, right? Like, what the fuck? Instead of having the flying cars, we're we're like going back. We're still like Like, we're still going back to where like fucking civil rights. Yeah, like we're still. Fighting over people's civil rights, bro. Like, that's people still shit. lie to each other about dumb shit. Like, like oh, I like that movie. Even though you so really didn't like that movie. You know what I mean? I like that music, even though you don't like I think that that's music. also, like, the whole how now, you know, with how far social media has come and, like, uh, like all that, all this internet and, but like, you know all what, the dude, capabilities of technology. Though. Yeah, slow. That, that's what makes us kind of... crazy expectations. Dude, like, how many of us really memorize, have a number memorized in our bank that we could call without our cell phones? I don't. I, what? Yeah, I don't know anybody. Who has a number oh, memorized? I know wife. my mom and dad's numbers. I know my sister. But, like, my it's wife. a very selective... Not, a good, when I was growing up, I knew five numbers. I've only known two. Yeah. It's my best friend's house number yeah. and my mom's, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, and those numbers were the same since you were like a kid. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the only like, reason you know. <laughs> like I knew them before I had a cell phone. Yeah, you get me? Yeah, that, that's the only reason you would know numbers right. nowadays. Like you're early. I don't know nobody's number. Yeah, it's I a just, trip. I just love how much we depend on it. I remember the number for the people that bail you out for the. Uh, I represent what is it now? The people that uh, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bail you out. Yeah, yeah. Are you out. supposed to remember that nowadays? Because when you get caught up in the protest, yeah, we kind of have to I wrote the phone number on my leg. Yeah, that's you forget to. it, but it's it's a three one zero three one three thirty seven hundred. So I remember, folks, it's kind of easy to remember three one three thirty no three one zero three one three. And then 3,700 cars. <clears throat> so easy to remember. They out here arresting. Yeah, yeah they've arrested 3,000 people so for far. Real, bro. Yeah, I feel sad for everybody in county right now, dude. Oh, Five. my God, bro. They're like stacked like sardines. No, hopefully they, I'm not sure how long they keep them in custody. Like I, one of the homies been for like, they still gotta get processed. I mean, processing just takes at least three, four di- days. That's even for like a weekend, and then weekdays is like a lot quicker. That's why they were like they really go hard on protesting on like Fridays because they know you probably can't get out till Monday. Yeah, it depends on like. <laughs> How many people they catch? Where they catch you? And if they catch you earlier, it's better for them. Yeah. It looks better because they, they got your holding charge. And right. if you were they doing anything in particular, was it like a uh, 
like a broad charge, like right. an obstruction piece. Then that's if you don't even have like no warrant. A particular charge, like you know, disarming a peace officer or some shit, you know. But you know the thing is, it's because you're smart. Yeah, some people just get cited out and they get released, and some people got tough, yeah. tougher charges where right. they actually happen to be. Like if there's you know, looting going around, they can charge you with that shit just for being out there. Yeah. Just for being out there? Yeah. Because yeah, they yeah. can say you were a part of yeah. it. Yeah. Because they don't know. Oh. They don't know. The only way they're going to do it. I got arrested for being outside of a house that a police officer was arresting somebody in for allegedly robbing them. And I was outside. It was broad daylight. And I was outside watching the police just kind of like do police watch cop watch because yeah. i didn't know why they were outside in the yeah like, so i'm doing cop on? watch like, what the fuck i'm doing cop watch for? yeah and the police are like are you guys together yeah are you with this guy that i'm arresting i'm like no you know who that is i'm just watching you i got arrested like, for no, jogging I'm arresting him for robbery so you could be they thought i could be the getaway <laughs> driver or some shit they arrested uh, me right there on the spot just yeah. off of profiling bro that's like the baby. description like, you could be the getaway <laughs> we don't know you got arrested for jogging, bro? Jogging in South Central, bro. Wrong place at the wrong time. Similar situation. Damn. That's why I don't jog, bro. Yeah, that's why I don't do it. Bro. I like the danger factor. I've been chased by dogs. Yeah, man. Crazy. I hope I, I don't get arrested while I'm out here, but you know, fuck the police, you know? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> I want to get my head shot if I do. Damn. Right? Like no, like a head like actually a mugshot. You mugshot. Oh, the mugshot. I was like, no, you don't want to get a head shot. I know you're looking to get killed. <laughs> headshot is what you get for like <laughs> uh, acting. What, what do they call it? Uh, suicide by cop? <laughs> that's a real thing. The fact that that's a real thing now. Suicide by cop, bro. That's a real thing. Yeah, rest in peace to uh, Brianna Taylor. It's her birthday today. Yeah, rest in peace, bro. Rest in peace. She would have been uh, 27 today. Yeah. Um, again, if you can, protest. If you can, donate. If you can, if you can't do that, but, you know, share an Instagram post, you know, it all helps to... Uh, just keeping the movement alive because uh, the more we keep it alive, the longer we can uh, be out there and actually cause change because they're not going to cause it in the next, I don't know, man. It's already been a week of protest and the most they've done is already, they cut 1% of the fucking budget of the LAPD. Hey, that's better than nothing. Hey, that's better that's than nothing. Shirt, and I that's appreciate it. Shirt. I appreciate it. Oh, they're getting so much money for the budget. Other, the other three officers corrupt that's fucking, yeah, they did, yeah. but it's still, the system's corrupt world. Like, they did get charged not worldwide but like cause you know we don't, we're not really protesting for worldwide but we're protesting for this nation but still it's like but, the system's just built on bad fucking morals and bad policing bro. But, yeah. let's work on like the convictions of those uh, police officers cause uh, as you were saying man bad police they should all get is, charged yeah the only way people are gonna come down is they all get charged for the first murder charge and we should, cause it was like how, how would this matter if this was like three individuals as opposed of like four or three officers how would it, it? It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be that blue line. That's that just, the three of us. We'd be in prison the next. Right. Day. That's what I'm saying. And it's it's there. not a race yeah. situation because like one Asian guy, what was it? One mixed it's guy. Just police in general. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a trip. It's it's really fucked up, and I hope this reopens other cases like Breonna Taylor's case was just reopened today or yesterday, which is amazing. And there's also like. 
fucking so many other cases just in the last like 20 years that could be reopened up you know what I'm saying um cause that's bullshit man and uh as far as I was saying like the change like of course like we have you're right man thank you for reminding me that we have had those motherfuckers like in custody now mm-hmm. facing arrest also for uh Ahmed Aubrey you know those motherfuckers are also under arrest yeah like, nah, that's more, a more got added to that case so definitely be watching out for that that's badass. Let's continue this because that's a that's a great fucking stepping stone to this whole making the police just reform. Really, if not reform, just be abolished. But I think it has to be a lot. That has to be a drastic shift for reform. Yeah. Where like they just start over with the whole council that the whole commission that whole you you seen the video of that whole commission getting ripped by like Tony Hawk and a bunch of other people and shit like that yeah it's out there like they had like the only way I'm a downward reform if we talking about de-arming the police we could do I would be totally with that I mean look at British Britain they don't have semi-automatic weapons like the cops have like their own personal pistols and they use like in but other than that it's just little batons and like yeah. tasers and like shit even China China has these little webbing things yeah I've been to China and like Spider-Man shooting little things where they really wow. catch your ass police don't have guns I was see they, they figure out ways how to like police without causing damage I think this is just the whole approach on this nation and going back to how this policing got started and we're just back, like the most violent country too. yeah you know so we gotta like take a page out of their book and legit like disarm the police like that that goes a long way in a lot of murders cause if you just don't have a gun you can't use it you know what I'm saying it's as simple as that it's a license to kill when you have a gun like for the most part of course they can baton people to death and all that shit but they're most less likely to do that without the threat without the power they have with the gun with their gun yeah cause like that has to be like Continuous, you know, and then that like that they yeah. they're kind of like the time of somebody's very like shocking, like inconsistent, like as opposed to shooting is so quick and sudden that you know that's a crazy thing. That's a crazy thing about it. Like when people hide, it's usually cowards that hide behind guns like that, dude. Mm-hmm. It just resonates this way, you know. And it's sad that people have to like, especially these kind of people have to like be at the like wrong end of it but that's just how society has been built for so long you know it's gotta change and yeah. thank god these protests are happening but yeah bro yeah no, it's an outrage if they're not I mean honestly mm-hmm. as an American you should be outraged if they're not I'm sad that it had to happen this way like with the death of George Floyd recently most recently but at least his death brought it's gonna, brought this change is gonna bring further change and hopefully we can see the re- reduction of unnecessary deaths by the police, really, man. Because like they're, the, they're the biggest gang in the fucking violence. United States. Unnecessary violence. Uh, <clears throat> with that being said, uh, you got any dates? I know it's COVID, so... Yeah. <laughs> On what? You got any dates, like any gigs, like any clubs? Nah, COVID just fucked all of us up. I mean, we're looking into November. And I think this November, it's actually going to be Café Conte U.S. 13th year 12th year being a band that's so sick bro. so we're we're always kind of doing something it's also around my birthday so it's cool to do yeah in november it's all it's a cool time to have and hopefully you know covid lets us kind of move past 
this and kind of just yeah you know it, we, we all just need to be a lot more cleaner and more conscious about mm-hmm. cleansiness I think yeah. and this will all blow over I mean obviously our lives aren't going to be the same it's always going to be the stigmatism of this just like how the common code was back then it's just kind of like how life is it's a, it's a <laughs> drastic shift but it happens you're ever right, so though. often you're right just, man Right yeah, now. everything's looking like that. I got a lot of projects coming out with uh, featuring artists since like we're in quarantine. We've been kind of making beats and kind of doing featuring work with other artists. Can't say who yet because cool, it's a really man. big release, really big artist. That's gonna be the shit. I'm yeah. gonna ask you after this uh, with who, but yeah, that's pretty cool. I got two, two big <laughs> projects going on. It's two big reggae and ska artists. That's all I could say. That's sick as hell, man. Yeah. Uh, where can they follow uh, your band? They yeah, follow uh, Cafe Con Tequila on Facebook and Instagram at Cafe Con Tequila. Mm-hmm. And um, you can find us on any platform, YouTube, iPhone, I mean, I, I, uh, iTunes. iTunes. <laughs> Spotify. Uh, Spotify. That's you know, you can watch yeah, videos of us on YouTube if you want to see my ugly mug and shit. Yeah, you can yeah. see it from like... 10 years ago like <laughs> <I> long hair <laughs> I didn't see but it's, it's pretty cool you know you can get the whole aspect of our live setting and also our recording vibe and you know Cafe Con Tequila all the way that's my band also I to throw out ONK Operation no one knows my other band I fuck with a lot too uh, please if you fuck with the podcast man do yourself a favor go check out Cafe Con Tequila cause they're one of the sickest fucking bands I've ever seen Perform, bro. You're, you're the shit, man. Thank like, you, Roger. I have, I, have video, me, bro. I have video of you on my Instagram, uh, Instagram page from like two years ago. Oh, nigga, you took that one. I was live. I was probably like La Muerte was playing that day too. Yeah, you were. It was yeah. a No Violence Fest. So, oh, okay. I love playing those. Those were always the dopest yeah. to play because I always had like these epic speeches. It, it was like, fucking. I, I, like, yeah, like bro. I've always been really good. It's so dope that you're an English major because I, I yeah. honestly was really good in English. I sucked at everything, but I wrote these badass essays. Like, I think that's what led to me becoming a vocalist. And, uh, I, I like to call myself very lyrically vocalist. Mm-hmm. I try to fit a lot of words and not mumble. Mm-hmm. Just come, like, attacking, like, you know, the old school. I, I appreciate a lot of East Coast old school hip-hop where because of the delivery of the rappers, like, like Rakim, you know, like Wu-Tang, the delivery in them came, like, cold, bro. It's like came like a knife, like a dagger, you know, their delivery was just like, wah, wah, like, you know, it's, it's hard to explain, but at, the, at that time, you know, I grew up was like, the, you know, Ice Cube, like, the king is mine, you know, get back, you know, like, you know, with the West Coast connection, that's what I kind of grew up, that's what I was hearing, but then I was hearing, supposed to, like, Fat Joe, and like, artists from the East Coast, and just appreciated a lot of their delivery, and kind of incorporated that into ska and reggae, and nobody was really doing that at that time. Cool as fuck, man. Again, your band is amazing, bro. Thank you. Yo, getting to talk to you is a like a it's a it's a thank you so much, man. Like nah, seeing you perform, bro, yeah, you're yeah, fucking man. sick as it. Again, on my yeah, Instagram yeah. page, you can see I'm rocking it. I'm, yeah, you're a dope yeah. as entertainer too, dog. Why oh, not? you know, uh, entertainer, right, entertainer, entertainer, dude. We're, 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 you, know. you know, I'm out here telling fans we three. You know, thank you guys very much. <laughs> uh, you got uh thank you, uh, Victor, for letting me use your garage to. Uh, also, you. yeah, man. I hope it sounds here. good in here. Uh, definitely, bro. This uh, iPhone recording has been working for I don't know how long, but once I get this unemployment check, oh man, the crispy <laughs> sound! Oh man, uh, you can follow Victor at uh, Victor Martinez Jr. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Keep yeah, playing. Garage Mike Studios. That's where we're at. And Garage Mike. Hey man, we're back Saturday night. Saturday night, Garage Mike. I'm releasing this oh, wow. uh, tomorrow morning, so you know what I'm saying. 
if you listen to this, uh, Garage Mike is on. Um, Victor Martinez is the meme lord. Please, uh, somebody will retire now. Victor Martinez Jr., meme lord is fucking, I always love going on your page. Uh, Albert Escobedo, Pet Peace Podcast, follow him on both those handles. You got Marcus, who's uh, Drake's uh, first cousin, and then on Instagram, Drake's first cousin is funny. Yeah, <laughs> and then watch it. He was on uh, the James Corden show, so you can watch that clip of him on uh, NBC uh, on YouTube. Now Zap's in here. Yeah, uh, we tell niggas where I'm at, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he came out with a mediocre album, but you know what? Still support it. You know, it's yeah. my, <laughs> you know what? I was there. You know, I was laughing my ass off, but I guess the public doesn't agree. But you know what? It's not about what the public thinks. Unless you don't think, unless you think all eyes matter, which you'll fuck yourself. Thank you guys so much. You guys are the best.